Okay. Um, this is Tidal Health on Point Behavioral Health in three, two. Hi, and welcome back to Tidal Health on Point. I'm Roger Fallabout, Director of Strategic Communications for Tidal Health. Good to have you along on the program today, and good to have with us Michelle Warren, who is the Director of Outpatient Behavioral Health Services at Tidal Health and Tidal Health Peninsula Regional. Michelle, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. It is a great pleasure to have you here. It is your first time on the program, and as we do with all newbies, we ask you to take a couple of minutes here at the beginning and tell our listeners and our viewers something about you. Sure. Um, so I am the director of outpatient behavioral health services. I've been at Title Health for about six years. Um, I am very excited to be a part of Title Health uh, Peninsula Regional in McCready. We have a outpatient behavioral health uh, service there as well. Um, so I'm a local girl. Grew up in Ocean City, stayed here locally, and um, just really happy to be here. Where did you get your education? I went to Salisbury University for my undergrad, and then I went to University of Maryland for my master's degree in social work. Did you know very early on that social work and behavioral health was something you wanted to get into? You know, um, yeah, I think so. I didn't, yes and no, if that makes sense. Um, it does. <laughs> I had a knack always for helping people, so all of my friends would always come and ask for advice, and so I thought, okay, maybe I have a, a career in helping people. So this is where I landed. Pretty broad sweep of the brush here to get you going. But tell me what outpatient behavioral health services are at Tidal Health Peninsula Regional. Sure. Um, so we have um, quite a, a gamut of outpatient behavioral health services. We have services that are in our emergency department, um, a 24-hour run unit that helps people who are in psychiatric crisis. Um, so that unit is um, staffed by behavioral health clinicians who have master's degrees, and they are able to assess where patients are in their mental health, behavioral health crisis, and make assessments and get them the services that they need, whether it's um, linkages to resources in the community or to higher levels of care. What are some of those resources that you can provide to a patient? So it really depends the need of the patient, but we attempt to link them to outpatient behavioral health if they need that, um, partial hospitalization programs, any number of social determinants, medication management at times. Um, so it just really, it's very individualized depending on the patient that comes into the emergency department. We also have a partial, an adult partial hospitalization program, which is a um, um, a step above outpatient behavioral health services, and it helps to service our um, individuals who need a higher level of care in a group setting five days a week. So that's a really exciting program that we have. And then we have our outpatient behavioral health clinics. We have one on site at Tidal Health Peninsula Regional, and we have one at McCready Behavioral Health as well. I know that our foundation is fundraising for behavioral health. Tell me what's going on there. We are um, getting ready to open a child and adolescent inpatient behavioral health unit. And our foundation has been raising lots of money to help us in that endeavor. And we're hoping to have that up and running by the end of this year. How essential, how critical is that need for inpatient child and adolescent uh, behavioral health here on the Eastern Shore? Goodness, it's, um, it's so needed. Uh, we have no resources on the shore for children and adolescents who need that inpatient help. 
uh, we have to send them either over the bridge in the Baltimore, D.C. area or in Delaware. So it really is going to be um, a much needed resource. That's remarkable. What is the difference? And again, tough question to, to answer here, but let me try. What's the difference between somebody having just a really bad day and somebody needing professional help? You know, I, I think that really depends on that individual. So um, if that patient is, is struggling and it's um, just not a bad, one bad day, it happens to be multiple bad days that turn into weeks and months, um, that's when we need to look at or that individual needs to look at reaching out and talking to someone, whether that's a friend, someone um, very close to them, or reaching out for professional help so that they can get linked. You mentioned medical management a couple of moments ago. How does that work with the services you provide? It goes hand in hand, honestly. If someone is struggling with an acute medical issue, whether they've been diagnosed with cancer or they have acute diabetes that just is not maintained and they're not taking care of their medical needs, that can also affect their mental health needs. So we often will... um, when we're working with patients, have to look at that and work hand-in-hand with medical professionals and um, other uh, linkages that those patients are um, supported with in the community. I know that every patient is different, and Mm -hmm. every care plan is individualized to that patient or to that person, which which makes every care plan different. But how collectively can, can we all benefit from behavioral health services? I think everybody can benefit from some type of behavioral health at some point in their life, whether it's over the last year with COVID and isolation and um, changes in patterns and routines. Um, I think that just it's, um, it's something that everybody can absolutely benefit from. I'm glad you brought up COVID. Mm -hmm. Have you seen an increase in the need for your services in the past As we tape this, we're toward the end of May, so in the past 15, 16 months? Absolutely. Um, We are definitely seeing an increase now, both in in all of our units, actually. Um, Our outpatient behavioral health clinics um, are very busy. Um, People are trying to get used to the new normal and what that looks like and trying to build up resiliency that uh, things have been so out of control for so many people for so long. We have heard it said that it takes uh, a village. Here in Salisbury, I'm happy to also say now that it takes a tribe. So can you tell us a little bit about this new partnership called Tribe with our behavioral health services here, the same at Atlantic General Hospital, and a great group of community providers as well? Absolutely. So we are just really excited about our collaboration with Atlantic General and our community partners. We have somewhere around 12 or 13 of our community partners now that are going to um, partner with us and opening uh, crisis stabilization centers. One will be on site in our area and one will be in uh, Berlin by Atlantic General. And the the purpose of those uh, centers will be to help anyone who is in behavioral health crisis. Um, We want to be able to link patients and um, help them with whatever needs there are. So whether it's substance abuse or um, mental health or depression, medication management, we want to help people to become stabilized so they won't need those higher levels of care. Another huge benefit of this program, the TRIBE program that I want you to talk about, 
is the relationship you have with local law enforcement too. And I know that law enforcement is on board with this, uh, working with you, and I suspect then that this has the potential to reduce the number of emergency petitions or, or emergency visits um, if a patient can seek the care through what you're providing versus having to go in the intake through the emergency department at the hospital. Correct. In collaboration with our local law enforcement and EMS is amazing. Um, we want those individuals um, to not go to our emergency department and have to go through those processes, but link them early before it gets to a crisis stage. So anyone will be able to walk into our crisis center and get those linkages and get that help, hopefully before it becomes emergent. How important are those community agencies to you? Because really, once you see the person and you care for the person initially, they pick the ball up and run. Correct. So we will follow our patients until they get linkages to the community. So whether that's another outpatient setting or a higher level of care, we're going to make sure that they are getting what they need before we let go of their hand. I think one of the key messages that I hope to get across through this podcast and having you here, and thanks again for being here, is is the, the ability for everyone to say, you know, I'm not perfect. And you know, it's okay to ask for help. It is, absolutely. There's such a stigma surrounding behavioral health and mental illness. And um, what we do every day is to educate um, our colleagues, our peers, our community, and help to reduce that stigma. There is no shame that should be associated with needing help, um, whether it's for a medical crisis or a mental health crisis. In, in my eyes, it's the same thing. Yeah, we all get by with a little help from our friends, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if someone is watching this show or listening to this podcast and they believe they need some help, mm-hmm. what should they do? There are so many resources out there. There's 211. There is uh, suicide hotlines. There is our local um, National Alliance on Mental Health, NAMI. We have great resources in our community. We have our mobile crisis our life crisis centers, all of which we're collaborating with in our in our tribe uh, crisis stabilization center, um, reaching out to a friend, um, someone that may be attached to a religious organization, someone at work, and just say, I need help. Can you help me? What's the biggest challenge you face in this role? And second question, what is the greatest benefit you get from this role? Biggest challenge would be... Um, lack of resources is in our community. So while I just talked about all of the great resources we have, there just aren't enough of them. Um, So we struggle with being able to link people in our rural communities with um, the needed resources, transportation, um, and those kinds of things. Uh, Working with insurance companies can be great challenges. The greatest benefit, the second part of that question is, We plant seeds as social workers every day, and we hope that while we're working with our patients, they get watered and they start to grow and sprout. So seeing those um, individuals be able to see that glimmer of hope and to realize, wow, this is getting better is probably the greatest. Let me get you out of here on this one, Michelle. Is there a key message you would like anyone listening or watching this program to take with them? I would say um, don't be afraid if you are uh, 
um, in a crisis or if you're feeling um, things just aren't right, reach out for help and it's okay. And there are people out there that will help. I I will tell you that I went through a tough spot not that long ago. Mm -hmm. You know that. And I reached out for help through our behavioral health services. uh, And it has been wonderful. It has provided me the comfort and the strength that I needed to get through what I was going through. So I would just recommend to anyone who is watching or listening to this program to please take advantage uh, of the services if you need them. Uh, These are amazing folks, and they do a terrific job for everyone in our community. So, Michelle, again, I want to say thanks for being on the program. Thank you for having Good to me. have you with us. And that will do it for this edition of Title Health on Point. If you are looking for more information around behavioral health services at Title Health Peninsula Regional, Title Health Natticoke, or at the Title Health McCready Pavilion, please visit our website, titlehealth.org. Information is there, valuable information, uh, and we'll ha- we're happy to provide that to you. If you have a topic that you'd like us to cover here on the show, please email me at roger.fallabout at titlehealth.org or give me a call at 410-543-7142. For Michelle, I am Roger. Thanks so much for watching the program. If you need help, please get it, and we will see you again on the next edition of Title Health on Point.